Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Renaissance Podcast. I'm your host Ainsley. Yeah, I don't think I've ever said that before, but um, sounds kind of strange. But anyway, guys, welcome to episode eight. I know it's been a long time since I posted an episode, but I'm looking forward to changing that and trying to make this as regular as possible. I'm more than excited to embark on, uh, you know, continuing this journey. And I believe, um, you know, it's a lifestyle change and I don't believe it will end anytime soon. But without any further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so uh, welcome back to the podcast, guys. So I wanted to uh, talk about something that I came across in a book that I have been reading. I think I've mentioned it before on previous episodes. It's called uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F by Mark Manson. I tell you, this book is, I'm pretty sure that you all have been either seeing some sort of uh, snippet on social media or someone has made a reference to it. I've, I've been seeing like a lot of threads on Twitter as far as this. And also just wanted to put a disclaimer out there. I apologize in advance if there is any background noise. This is a one man show. So, you know, for right now, it's not scripted. Well, I just only have bullet points that I'm looking at. And um, yeah, I apologize. So anyway, getting back to it. So the subtle art of not giving a F by Mark Manson. I really do like this book. Uh, I've listened to it probably about five times up until this point. I usually uh, I usually have or prefer audiobooks, even though. I'm looking at the actual book right now on my desk. So, yeah. So, anyway. So, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. So, this, there's a concept within the book that really blew my mind. And I like coming across new radical ways of thinking to, you know, dissuade me from the path that I'm currently on. You know, perhaps it's a good thing. You know, sometimes we think that the path that we're currently on or the method of thinking that we currently have is the end all be all. But no, there are other ways of actually uh, thinking about whatever it is. So the concept that I came across that was really, really radical to me is this within the book when he stated that, you know, happiness comes from solving problems. I'm like, wow, happiness comes from solving problems. And that's truly, really, in my opinion, a pretty radical way of looking at things. Because when I look on it, I'd rather having a life without problems, really, 
but realistically, you know, problems are everywhere. They're, they don't go away, according to the book. They merely transform. And I'm like, wow, that's an interesting concept. Because, for instance, uh, money problems, you know, if you are working in a job that does not pay you well, you have constant money problems. And so if, I would say conversely, if you are working a job with that, that is paying you pretty well, you probably have other kinds of problems like where do I want a vacation this year or so on and so forth. It's still a problem nonetheless. It's a better problem to have course but it's still a problem and you know i thought about it uh, that wasn't the example that marked mark actually gave within the audiobook and whatnot but it made me really really think and and i was i was wondering like is this truly the thought that life is just you know your happiness comes from solving problems and i'm and I'm inclined to believe so, because once I solve a problem in life, like for instance, a bill, it's a recurring problem, I always feel complete after that. Think about that for a second. You have a bill that is due. It's pretty tight. You're pretty tight on money this week, this month, or you know, every two weeks or whatnot. And you manage to come up with the funds to pay this bill off of course there's a sense of accomplishment that you're going to feel and i feel this all the time so you know with that being said i am led to now feel more conclusive that that statement happiness comes from solving problems is it's true that's what i'm i'm feeling and i never thought that i would actually feel that way until like i started sitting back and just really reflecting on things within life you know and it's uh it's something i tell you so anyway so if i'm being honest about this whole thing when i first when i first heard about it you know it's a radical way of thinking of course right so i've never heard it before and it does take a while to digest for me it took me a couple of i would say about a week or so because i was actually the, the the book is a pretty quick listen i believe it's seven hours so it's easily done in if you don't want to do it in one setting you can do it in two well sitting or two or so however you want to break it up but it's pretty quick so it took me a while you know and as i said before did a lot of reflection to actually digest and to properly understand it and i had to re i had to listen to it over and over again in order for me to actually digest it if you will but um when you break it down to understand the overall concept then you begin to find out that it makes total sense you know say for instance my personal experience right when i uh decided to get a get healthy <laughs> and um i decided to get back into the gym 
with this comes problem number one, right? So due to my work schedule, uh, the proper time that I would be able to go into the gym was in the mornings. So now problem number one is I have to get up in the morning or figure out a time to get up in the morning, right? To go to gym before work, right? So I think at that time I was going into work probably around nine or 10. Uh, and so naturally I have to get up like around five or so, five, five thirty to be in the gym, at least by six, work out for about 45 minutes or so, maybe an hour. Yeah. That was my first problem. And I was like, huh, that's very interesting. Uh, you know, just an in reflection as I'm breaking it down to come up with these examples, uh, with this example for you. And then the second problem is uh, what time to get up, as I mentioned before, enough time so that I can work out and get back home, fix me, uh, fix a meal for lunch, right? Naturally, I cannot be healthy if I'm eating the same junk as I was doing before. So therein lies another problem as well, because I have to be more conscientious of what I'm putting into my body or else going to the gym makes no sense, right? So that's uh, that's uh, just some examples that I wanted to give you where that is concerned, right? But anyway, so the concept that the problems... Uh, the problem is never ending. The concept of our problems never ending is interesting. I had a different idea of this because to be fair, I, you know, I believe that after you solve a problem, then there's no other problems to look forward to, right? Needless to say, I was definitely wrong about this, right? Because according to Mark, problems merely transform and not completely go away. Another fascinating concept, to say the least, in my opinion. And in the grand scheme of things, most people, myself included, don't want problems. And I've said that earlier before, I don't want problems. And I'm pretty sure that when you, if you've, you know, even bring this topic up to anyone they'll probably say the same thing most people don't want problems um i'm still wrapping my head around this concept to be fair with you guys even as i uh record this podcast it's it's becoming more and more apparent that life is a continuous continuous cycle of problems if you're snoring in the background it is my dog <laughs> so i apologize so anyway so like i was saying it is now dawning like really profoundly to mean that life is a continuous never-ending problem cycle and problems will never go away they just merely transform right so the homeless guy down the street, he has money problems. He has no money. Warren Buffett, according to one of the uh, examples given in the book, this is not my own. Warren Buffett has money problems. His money problems totally differs from the homeless guy. 
they'll probably think on what company to buy next probably one of his uh his money problems that he's having you know um but the homeless guy needs to find money so that he can get off the street perhaps get an apartment or something like that that's his money problems that he's having so totally different concept there but uh you get the picture but anyway uh in truth and fact that is all i had today i just wanted to actually share that with you guys you know because i found it fascinating uh i'm still reading other books and other concepts and i'm still learning some ways of uh kind of recollecting the things that i read so that i can bring it to this podcast because after all uh the concept of this podcast is to um build productivity help you build build productivity and to be more insightful more stu- uh, to think strategically and all of those things that was the whole essence and the whole uh, focus of creating this podcast and like i said i'm gonna try to actually get more content out to you guys as often as i possibly can all right that's all i have for you today guys have a good one see you later